Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates from Living Compassion. We talk a lot in practice about how helpful it is to practice reflective listening as a way to be present when we're listening to someone else speak. We thought it would be fun to also explore a bit more the other side of the equation, the power of being reflected when we're the ones speaking. I'm joined this afternoon by Rebecca, who's here to talk with us about her experience of being reflected. Welcome, Rebecca. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for joining us. Perhaps you could start us off by talking about your experience of being reflected and what you're seeing about that. Yes, I would love to. You know, that this is something that I've looked at a lot over the years of practice because it's always been a bit of a mystery how, why it's so um, important and effective and uh, desirable, you know, in terms of practice to be in a kind of a conversation where somebody's just reflecting you, you know, and, and not, not, quote, adding anything to the conversation, you know, because, you know, that's how I was conditioned to think conversations were supposed to go. You know, I say something, you say something, and we build something, you know, kind of together. But in this, in this practice and in this, in this way, I have just become such a uh, convert to the power of just being reflected because what I'm, I, I, you know, and I don't know, you know, the whys and wherefores, but what I found in my experience is that it's the quickest way to insight and um, uh, well-being and just, you know, in a word, presence. Mm. A quickest way to insight, well-being, and presence to simply be reflected when you're talking. And as you say, so far away from how we've been conditioned that communication or interaction works, right? I say something, Mm -hmm. you say something, we build something together. And when I speak, the other person does something with it, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, for you, it's been a, a mystery that you've looked at. You know, what's going on with this being reflected? How is it so powerful? Mm-hmm. Okay, now see, it's happening right now. Okay, because the, the the whole mystery is happening right now. Because what you what what you're saying, so you're reflected. You reflected what I just said, and what I saw in you know in awareness was um, this peace quote that has come through. You know, I don't know, some time ago about. Uh, if you want to learn something, uh, I, I, I'm not saying it exactly right, but it's something like if you want to learn something, add something each day. But if you want wisdom, take, you know, subtract something each day. You know, so so what we were just talking about was in a way subtracting. So it's not we're each putting pieces in, but we're each being here without you know, ego, we might say, adding things to it. And so just, just so that was the content, but on the process, there you were just reflecting me and those insights just dropped in. It was just there, you know, and, and, and with attention on awareness, I, you know, I, I suppose it's the key, then I was here able to see that. And it's just so cool. Yeah, it's truly cool, isn't it? And, you know, you can just hear the delight. It's happening now, right? As you're you're being reflected, 
your uh, that insight just appeared for you. You weren't do anything, doing anything. You know, you can project right. that attention's on awareness. That insight appears. The peace quote about if you want to learn something, then you add something every day, and if you want wisdom, then you subtract something every day. And that really sounds like went to your experience. Really spoke to your experience of what it's like to be reflected, where each person in the interaction is subtracting ego and just being here, just simply reflecting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can hear it in, in, um, in what people say, like on the radio show, any kind of, on any kind of uh, practice conversation group, whatever, you can hear it happen. Because people will say things like, um, oh, what I just saw when you, when you reflected that is, ha, 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 ha. You know, or, oh, I just saw, and, and, yeah, and it's, so, it's so fun to hear that. It's like, oh, I know that experience. Because it, it isn't a thinking. It's a gift, for me anyway, this is my projection. It's, it's a giving voice to insight as it drops in. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a getting out of the way process, right? That exactly. we're just here listening to the reflection of what we've said, and then we just give voice to the insight that we've been available to because attention is here. Yes, I love the way you phrase that, we've been available to. Because it's not like, well, we're, it's available for me, because that's not it. That's, that it's that we are available to it <laughs> by getting out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and as you say, that clue that we hear in in group discussions, in interactions in group, where you hear somebody say, "Oh, well, what I just saw when you said that was, you know, that yeah. that awareness expanding, the inciting process happening, as people yeah. are listening to themselves being reflected, hearing what we said." Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, actually, hearing. What we said, because you know, like in a setting like group, it's a little more dynamic. But in a setting like uh, reflective listening buddies on those calls, it's very uh, structured. You know, there's no, there's no adding or you know, to, uh, question drawing out questions or clarifying or anything. All of which is a form of reflecting, but it's it's much more of a you know pure reflection and. And even now, I've got such a long preamble, I wonder what I was going to say. Um, maybe if you reflect back what I was saying, it'll come to me. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> so that, uh, <laughs> that it's, um, uh, it's gone. Oh, I just, <laughs> See, I just, I just oh, 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 I saw it. I, I just, you <laughs> didn't even need to say it. You just needed to be the mirror, Anna, and it came back. <laughs> <laughs> is it on a reflective listening buddy call where it is really just the um, the basics, pure reflection? It is such a mirror, you know, into – so there's absolutely nothing, you know, added. There's just reflection, pretty much pure, you know, reflection. And, um, and in that space, in that – uh, structure might be a better word for it. Um, we get to sort of um, uh, what's it called when you build your do the do the reps, build your build your muscle of keeping attention on awareness in the in that kind of a setting. Do you, do you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see if I'm tracking. So in in the reflective listening call, there isn't anything like uh, drawing out or clarifying the other 
parts of facilitation that we practice in group facilitation. It's pure reflection. We just repeat back what a person has said as much as possible using their words. And mm -hmm. that, that is an experience of kind of doing the reps, really training that muscle of pure reflection, just that practice, just that tool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and because I remember, you know, as, as you were saying that, I was I was um, seeing myself back in the early days of being in that program and how, because um, that program's been around for a long time, and um, how um, just mean and boring conditioned mind can be in those places where it's judging. Well, now, did I say that? Or, I don't know. Dear God, they're better reflected than you are. I don't think you could have. I don't think I could have reflected that whole thing. Why wow, they're good? You know, whatever. You know, it's just going on and on about. God, that sounded judgmental. I can't believe I said that. You know, all of that kind of stuff. You know, that happens in conditioned mind, and it is a gradual wearing away of any interest or believing any of that. Uh, crapola and then uh, in the purity of the program having another I don't know practicing the other place to put the attention which is just on awareness just on the being with mm. Mm. yeah yes so in the purity of the reflective listening bodies program in that structure it gives a place to put the attention on awareness, on simply reflecting. And it sounds like really highlights everything that isn't that, all of the mm -hmm. comparison and judging and stuff that goes on in conditioned mind and helps us to see that for what it is. Yeah. And keep attention on awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. Everything that can happen while you're just listening to your own words be reflected. It's so interesting, you know, that there's just like the whole, your whole life can kind of just happen right there. The judgment, the self, you know, the self, uh, what do we call it? Uh, if they, you know, um, anyway, kind of criticism and that kind of thing. And, and it just, it, it's just such a good practice for, um, for training attention um, on awareness. Mm. Yes, such a good practice for training attention on awareness so that we can keep seeing seeing it, not seeing through it. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Rebecca. And just to note before we hand the show over to Michael that registration for the next quarter of Reflective Listening Bodies is still open and folks can register by going to the 2021 practice offerings page on our website. Yeah, and it closes in a couple of days, doesn't it? I think it closes mm -hmm. on October 1st. Mm -hmm. So now's the time. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Anna. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Rebecca. Bye-bye. And we'll turn, the sh Bye -bye. we'll turn the show over to Michael. Wonderful. Thank you, Anna. And thank you, Rebecca. Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air. And good afternoon, Jen. Good afternoon, Michael. Great to have you here with us today. Lovely to be here. Great. And that was an exciting conversation. It was really fun. I love 
really getting to explore the side of it that we don't often explore. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talk so much about reflection and, you know, there's training for reflection and how what an amazing tool that is to be able to reflect in our lives, you know, inside of ourselves, with the people in our lives. But I love that piece of adding in the what it's like to be reflected and the mm. nuances of what we see there. Yes, 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 exactly, exactly. I know for me it's it's when I say it out loud. I mean, with conditioning, it, conditioning never wants me to say it out loud. It's only supposed to bounce around inside there and cause suffering. And yet when I say it out loud and then someone reflects it back to me, then it's like, really? Are you kidding me? I've been believing that. Which yeah. is why we're, we're not supposed to say it out loud, according to conditioning. Right. Right? Cause, yes. but it's because inside the head, well, it's just it's so obvious, so true and real. There's something wrong with me. I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, depending <laughs> on the day, I'm either, yeah, you know, on it, pretty close to fixing it, or <laughs> not far from fixing it. And then, yes. as you say, when we say it out, out loud and it, it's reflected, we hear how absurd it is. And just all those nuances that Rebecca was pointing at, of, you know, really, I, there were so many things she said that I'd never really looked at it that way, but, but how when we're being reflected in that way, when we're being facilitated in practice, there really is sort of a, a safety in it in that we can really relax and be present as we're communicating, which is the number one most challenging place to be present is in communication, especially with another person. Yes. And so, you know, of course it's possible to be, you know, present communicating anywhere with anyone. You know, I mean, we, we prove that to ourselves over time. But that I really saw when Rebecca was talking how when we're being reflected and in practice with that privileged environment, it really allows us to let down all those ego defenses of trying to be clever or trying to be right or be defensive or not get hurt or whatever it is. And so potentially we get to see so much because we can go so deep in the communication. Yes, yes. And what I just saw as you were describing that is that it's the privileged environment and the nature of the reflection that doesn't add anything that makes it safe for me to go where I want to go. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great topic. That's a great topic. That's a great topic. Wonderful. And I have announcements here, unless there's something else you'd like to share with us? Nope. Okay, great. And speaking of reflective listening, Reflective Listening Buddies is a powerful support for practicing awareness, requiring us to show up and be present every week for 30 minutes. This popular program begins a new quarter, October 15th, and the last day to register is this Friday, October 1st. Excellent. So you get to reflect and, as we heard tonight, be reflected. Yes. Speak for 15 minutes and then practice reflecting for the next 15 minutes. Yep. Conditioned mind works overtime to stop us from keeping commitments, no matter how big or small they are. The Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, starting October 15th, pairs participants with a buddy 
for accountability and support in practicing with our commitments. Registration closes this Friday, October 1st. And we hope you will join us for a very special Good News Update next Tuesday, October 5th, to learn about our next adventure with the work in Africa titled, Let's Tie Our Shetange. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. Mm. I really do hope everyone will join us, Michael. Yeah, mm. so That's a great teaser. Be sure, set your alarm. <laughs> join us. Yeah, it is a great teaser. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really, really fun. Um, uh, just a bunch of fun things kind of came together. And so we're we're about to launch on our next little adventure. So that is, that sounds fabulous. And sounds like yeah. you're asking me to wait a whole week, Jen. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a teaser if we didn't do that, Michael, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm going to be all, I'm going to be amped up for a week here. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah, exactly. A lot to practice with. A lot. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> and for these and other opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Very exciting. And a few reminders for today's show. If you'd like to talk with Jen, you can press star six and then one to make a show and get in the queue. And a conversation on one topic, please, and about five minutes would be fabulous. Okay, Jen, I think we're ready to go here. All right, super. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Andrea calling from Durham. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Um, yes. Um, well, gosh, I am calling... I guess to connect, and I guess um, ego's got me kind of figuring something out. So mm. I thought I'd talk mm -hmm. about that too. Mm, very good. Yeah, it's it's so fun, isn't it? When we get to the place in practice where we really know which number it's trying to run, so <laughs> you realize that right? It's oh, this is ego trying to get me to, to figure something out. Okay, great. And I project, you know that that's compelling enough for you, that that's, that's sort of your cue to reach out and explore it and practice with it and not let it take over. Yes, that's right. And um, what I'm seeing around all this is actually I've had a lot of content the last several weeks. And, mm -hmm. and what I'm seeing is ego trying to, grab the content and run with it. Uh -huh. And what I notice is being identified um, or else then, you know, like being really, really identified like on a roller coaster. And um, just, I think what gets me the most is the sensations, just having really, really, really severe sensations. Um, really, really what sensations? Severe <laughs> sensations uh -huh. of how it feels. <laughs> uh huh. And and that that's the thing you're realizing that really makes it, all of it feel real. So there's that being on that roller coaster and ego really using the content 
and that the severe sensations are what makes it all feel so real. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. And then what I can see is that um, <laughs> is just how it can get me and be in the dark room, and then I can be in the light room. So you know, it's it's the undulations, I guess, is what I'm trying to describe. Uh huh. Yeah. So if I track that last piece, so really, it really pulls you down into the dark room, really a low undulation into the dark room. But then, then you'll another moment you'll be in the light room. Yeah, yeah, and and the and the content I wanted to talk about um, today is that I was um, well, we went on a on a on a vacation uh, to kind of uh, uh, well to the beach, and where we went, um, people were not wearing masks and. My son was wearing a mask, and this guy went over to him and said, oh, you wear that mask, and then said, you know what you can do with that mask, and, you know, basically just um, Mm. really, really, you know, extremely mean-spirited, and then I was in the elevator. We stayed overnight, and I was wearing a mask, and this couple was not wearing masks, even though the elevator said to wear masks. And then Mm. they were basically talking to themselves viciously, or at least that's my projection, about me and saying, it's all a lie. Mm. Mm. So (laughs) I didn't didn't say anything, but... um, I I don't know how, you know, basically, you know, ego can take that and, and basically say, you know, we should move back to the left coast. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, got it. Right. Right. So, in other words, so it happens, you know, those two things happened with your son and then with you at this place. And it sounds like what you're noticing, the, the place that the suffering starts, is that ego looks for that, as you said a little while ago. Okay, so it takes that content. Great. Okay, what conversation? Can we get Andrea involved in a conversation around? Oh, perfect. Okay, let's talk about how, no, you know what, we should really move back. We should go to the left coast where we can be around people like us. Exactly. And, and that's one thing it says, you know, and then it, it, it uses fear, and then it goes into... Um, trying to figure it out, like how, do you, like, how do you talk to people like that? Can you even talk to people like that? Like, how would, you know, I, it, it, I, like I think of the communication book, and I think, you know, how, how would you even communicate with people like that who are so, seem to be so mean-spirited, you know? Right. And did it feel like in the moment that you needed to communicate with them? No, you know, I, I, I think I think in the moment I was just so shocked um, yeah. that yeah. you know I I just you know I well I know I didn't say anything. Yeah, and part of the reason I ask that is that that seems so classic that sort of well how would you you know so there's the the conversation well how would you talk to someone who's so mean spirited like that and the answer is well I don't know I'd have to I'd have to be in the moment and see. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's such a hypothetical, right? I mean, exactly what you started off with, trying to get you to figure out something that's not actually happening right now because in the situation you described, there was no communication called for. 
I mean, we could say, say in a way that was what the intelligence was calling for, was just, mm, okay, <laughs> you know, there's really, there's nowhere to go with that, and so you didn't, you didn't engage. No, no, I didn't engage, and, um, and you know, and then, of course, the ego starts, um, uh, like, you know, uh, as noodling about uh, how would you do nonviolent communication with these people, and you know, and exactly. You know, so, so the whole the whole process of how could you even, yeah, you know, it, it just noticing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that seems like the key insight, doesn't it? That it's getting you to noodle about something that's not happening right now. Yes, right. I mean, because Zen masters are famous for you know, the response of a Zen master in a given situation is never what you think it's going to be. Never. Mm, yeah. Because it's, it's what is. You know, it's what there is in the moment. So, you know, if you were in a situation with someone who was, you know, being the way you described, mean-spirited is one description, and there was communication needed, then I project you would look to see what communication was needed and then you'd watch everything that happened around that, <laughs> everything that went on for you as it went on and it would be the workshop that it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think it really just comes down to it's good just to share this and to share my noticing that um, the ego's using the bait and switch process. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's using the bait and switch process in order to create suffering. Yeah. That's that's what I'm seeing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. I, I think that's that's basically what it comes down to and um you know, ego I think is trying to say right now, yeah, but you know, these things are matter a lot and it's important and um, and, you know, it tries to basically just say there's so much wrong with the world and, you know, and, mm. you know, and, and basically have the story of doom and gloom and, um, yeah. you know, maybe that's true, but, um, how I guess really, I guess I need to ask if, even if it is doom and gloom and it's true, you know, how's that going to really help me if I dwell on it, you know? Oh, precisely, precisely, because in a way, if we're truly present to what goes on in the world with that eyes wide open and, you know, our heart is, breaks open at the, at the suffering that happens for all of us, for ourselves, for the people around us, you know, it so often brings us to that place of compassion and right. where ego would want to do exactly what you're describing, which is, well, yeah, but I mean, this is really important. So I've got to think about how would I use nonviolent communication in this situation? But in fact, that level of being present with the world as it is could engender for us a deep commitment to, you know what, I want to be here. Mm. I want to be in the present moment. Because what, what we know from practicing, and I know you know this from your own experience, is that's where compassion lives. That's where unconditional love lives. That's where everything that we want for the world and for ourselves is, is in the present. And so it could just inspire us that, yeah, that's really a point. There is a lot going on in the world. I want to practice being here. Yeah, that's, that's a great reminder. Um, 
a great reminder and um, yeah, looking 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 for the compassion. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, looking for the compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, Andrea. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Andrea. And I love that point, Jen, about there is a lot going on, and so I want to be here um, rather than uh, avoiding it or pretending it's not happening or believing that I'm not adequate to it or all of that. Yeah. You know what I just saw another piece of Michael when you said that was I want to be here because this is this is yours life. <laughs> I'm mm. not going to have any my idea of how to make this all work. Oh, that is some big suffering. That reminds me of one of my favorite peace quotes. It's something like oh, I forget what it is, but basically if you want peace, you're going to have to um you're going to have to, it's not relinquish. It's the, you know, when you retire the job of a general manager of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. it, right? If yeah. There is so much going on in the world. That, and I, have, I actually have no idea about any of it. So yes. just that deep commitment to be here and I'm all yours, life, you know, make me an instrument of your peace. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I saw when you said that is that it's, uh, I could think of it as a, a, a blessing in some way that life is so big because Ganeshian mind can't, can't deal with it. And so exactly. I have to turn it over to life. Exactly. That's, that's that place of suffered enough. Like, uncle, mm. I, I, there's no way I can do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I give up. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Jen. Hi, Michael. It's Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hi. Oh, well, uh, I'm just doing Q practice, and my heart's pounding, and I feel queasy. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Great. ego. That's ego. what it is. Doing Q that. practice, heart pounding, little queasy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alive, as Sherry says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I had a really interesting experience with uh, recording and listening over the weekend. Uh, So right after the year-long call, um, I made a recording. And in the recording, I was saying, oh, I'm ready to let this go. I'm ready to walk through the fires of hell to purify this, for this to be gone. And then I went out and I took the dog for a walk and I was listening to the recording that I made, mm-hmm. and mere seconds, swear to God, I, I sh- shut the recorder off, and bang, there it was, uh, a, an unfortunate incident happened with my, my dog, she jumped on somebody's vehicle and scratched it, but the place it took me to was, well, hell, <laughs> and uh, so I Did you say home. hell? Yes, oh, it was yeah. terrible. In the context of that, yeah. Master yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I came home and I picked up the recorder, and so I in the right hand and I listened with the left, and then there was more to say, and then so I did it with the right hand and I listened with the left, and then oops, again in the right and the left. And what was interesting 
to see was how the switch happened from feeling bad to mm -hmm. trying to find a way to blame the other person. Mm. Oh, God, that's so big to say. Yeah. That was really, really huge to see. Yeah. So huge to see in the context of our last conversation, right? So because there you are having this situation, and I just love it the way you lay it out, Mary. <laughs> if we went to the religious place, we could feel so loved, right? Because mm -hmm. there you are. You listen to the morning show and just, oh, there's this insight, and it sounds like inspiration, and so you make a recording. I'm ready to put this thing in the fire, you know, I'm ready to let it go. And then literally seconds later, something happens mm. where you get to practice with it in real time, right? Yeah. The whole thing comes alive. And you do. You do practice with it, right? You mm -hmm. get right on the recorder. You do the two-handed recording. And then there it all is laid out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was really interesting, too, is that um, uh, so the person that this incident happened with, uh, ego intensely dislikes his wife <laughs> so it took me to a whole other uh, a whole other thing but again with the recorder and oh my gosh this practice is so amazing and I've been having uh, issues with uh, with mobility like my legs been really sore for the last few months and I've been having like a little bit of trouble walking and it's like Saturday morning I got up and it's like 80% of my pain was gone in my leg. It was just the, all this blocked, this anger, this rage and just letting it go. It's, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. It's just amazing. Again, it is so amazing. It is so amazing. Oh, yeah, wow. so, that, so you started out, sounds like, doing the two-handed recording around, you know, what was happening right there, what you were, mm -hmm. the pieces that you were aware of, mm -hmm. and then you started to get to these deeper layers, right? First realizing mm -hmm. that it switches from, I don't want to feel bad, to, mm -hmm. okay, blaming the other person, mm -hmm. and then, so that's huge, and then realizing, you know, there's all these, you know, ego really dislikes this person's wife, so getting into all of that, and it sounds like through that process mm -hmm. that tension in the body was released and this yeah. mobility issue that there was a big difference made with, with that physically. Mm -hmm. So where I'm at right now is it's like, oh, well, I was on my reflective listening buddy call last night and the place that I got to, it's like, I feel like I'm on this fence. So I just walk through a minefield and the mud and the muck and mm -hmm. With the recording and listening, I'm up on the fence and I'm perfectly balanced on the fence. And I definitely don't want to go back to the mud and the muck and the minefield. But it's like all I would have to do is swing my leg over the fence, but I just, it's like I'm frozen there. I can't. So it's really just so interesting to watch and, and just to notice all this because that's something that, like even like the whole year long, it's just notice, notice, notice. Yes. But I had such yes. the direct experience of, of just noticing and what that felt like. It's just, oh, my gosh. Oh, I have yeah. So, yeah. so much gratitude for this practice. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I could cry right now. I'm so grateful. And, and it's, all, it's continuing because what you described, Miriam, is that with each piece that comes along there, mm -hmm. then that's now the piece that you're practicing with. So right yeah. now, 
the image that drops in for you is being on the top of the fence, right? And just on the very top of the fence. And that it feels like you could easily go back onto the muck and, and that side and noticing that. And also it sounds like noticing a preference of, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be back on the muck mm -hmm. side. Right? Yeah. And just seeing all of it. Noticing mm. all of it, as you say, that support in the year-long retreat of just noticing all of it, which engenders a huge amount of gratitude for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, someone, I don't remember in uh, what, uh, if it was um, on a year-long call or what, but someone said, trusting in my ability to be with the unknown. Oh, that was mm. really, so it's like, there I am, I'm on the fence. And That's right. I know what I've been through and I don't want to go back, but it's just I just need that little nudge and what I've seen is that I'm patient and life will exactly. life will lead me there when it's when it's time. Exactly. Well and from what you describe in that phrase, you know, we're I'm adequate to being with the unknown, that so wherever I am in any given moment, so if I, I'm back in the muck what you're proving to yourself is, and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. You're all right there, right? Because you yeah. know how to practice in that place, yeah. which sounds exactly what, what life laid out for you, right? That big inspiration, right? To burn this, to let this go. And then there, boom, you're right in the middle of it, right? You're right mm -hmm. in the middle of it, right in that muck. But that's okay because you know how to practice with that. Yeah. And I know my way to headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know you're in the headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So deep, deep, deep gusho. And when I when this call is over, I'm going to go sign up for the next quarter of reflective listening. <laughs> oh, very good. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for calling Thank in tonight, Miriam. Thank you so much. Gusho. Thank you, Michael. Gusho. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Miriam. And I loved all of that, Jen. And especially about, you know, I, I, I practice, I enjoy practicing on the top of the fence. And when I am in the muck, then I can practice there also. I mean, exactly. We really have been talking about it this week and the year long, it feels like. And mm -hmm. when I prove that to myself over and over and over, like Miriam's describing, that I really do, I can use the tools when I'm in the muck, then, I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay no matter what. Yes, yes. You can't yes. use that as blackmail to, uh-oh, you're going to go back to that place. You better be careful. What if, da, da, you know, no, that's okay. Okay, well, if I go back there, I'll see a lot like I did last time. Yes, it's one of those great Zen paradoxes where the more I'm comfortable being in the muck, the less time I spend that's there. Right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's no longer muck. Yes. Right? It's it's what we need to encounter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a whole wow. different frame of reference. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Jen, we're going to hear from our sponsor and then come back and talk with more callers. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. What if you lived with your soul as you pilot? What skies would you fly? How wide would you This great song by Trish Brooks for Culligan 
invites us to give voice to our hearts. Simply Celebrate offers you a variety of ways to express your heart, and one of those is by celebrating the people you love. Our one-of-a-kind customized celebration books are like magic mirrors that reflect all of the laughter, adventures, and delight that friends and family share. Clients tell us that this is the best gift ever. Give voice to your heart and give a gift of love that lasts a lifetime. Visit simplycelebrate.net and turn ordinary days into an extraordinary life. Welcome back to Open Air. And Jen, we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hello. 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 This is Patty. Hey, Hi, Patty. Patty. Hi. Oh, it's just its so funny. Um, so many times I listen to open air and, and uh, I'm told, I, oh, no, no, don't, you know, put yourself in the queue. You've really nothing to say. You know, the usual stuff. And I just said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. And, uh, and that you is always that, you know, that huge tip-off, right? No, don't put yourself in the queue. You have nothing <laughs> to say, yeah. right? Again, it's like Michael was saying when we were talking about reflection. That seems so reasonable inside my head. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say. But when we say it out loud and it's reflected back, we realize that is absurd, that there's a voice in my head that is telling me <laughs> that I have nothing to say. Yeah, and and I was practicing... After I put myself in the queue, just listening to the conversation as yeah. it was, you know, uh, happening right. on the radio and not worrying about what I'm going to say. I just, I'm going to get on. Yeah. And, um, Isn't that fun? It's yeah. really fun. It's really yeah. fun. It's really what we, what we were just talking about, isn't it? That it can't blackmail you with, you know, well, I mean, you better, Patty, I mean, you're in the queue. You better figure out what you're going to say. I mean, you're going to look like a... <laughs> But you have enough practice under your belt that you can actually practice just being here, listening, receiving, having your own experience, knowing darn good and well that if and when you get unmuted, life will speak. There's always lots to look at. Yeah. Um, Recently, I had a a couple of insights, and um, um, one of them was, and I think it came to me when the call this morning about different choices we make and um, and how those choices then play out. And um, what I realized is that I have had in the past a habit of um, having to figure out if I am going one place, I have to do five errands in the in the the same area. I can't just go do one. Or, or, you know, I, it, it, it's, it's this ego trying to make it way more complicated and complex than ju- and, and keeping me from being in the moment. And um, yes. I, I know, think I know it well. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so also... That brought, so the, yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, so free, so-called free time, uh, sitting in the car... Um, well, I better take the Sudoku and do it while I am in the car um, because 
And I just realized that this is the mind, this is the ego trying to keep me occupied with something other than yes. being present. Now take a book. Yes. If you're waiting in, a, in the, in the uh, doctor's yes. office in the past, you know, um, always yes. have something. Yes. Oh, <laughs> again, so big to see, right? Don't, don't be present. You've always got to have something you're doing, 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 doing. Yes. So yes. if you're going to have a few extra minutes, then take your thing with you, you know, your little puzzle right. to work on that. Or right. if you, oh, okay, doctor's office, I better. Or even, you know, the, as you say, the one about, okay, I've got this errand to do. Okay, well, we're going to be in that area. What are all the other things we can do? Which I project is really different than you're headed to do something. It drops in. Oh, you know what? What's also close to that? I've been needing to drop the ha ha. Great, that's perfect. Right. Those two things it's going together. It, yeah. Yeah. Right. But what it's you're very different. What I was describing. Complex. Yeah. Yeah, complex and and almost like, oh, I'm not even going to go out because there's just too much to think about here. You know, I'm not even going to do the first errand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly so. Exactly so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and, and just, I mean, we can picture it so perfectly. It, it does not want you to have your attention not on it, distracted in some way for a moment, because then you're going to be here. You're going to be in the present moment. You know, so there are those few extra minutes. Oh, perfect. I'm a meditator. Let me right. sit here and breathe. Put attention on awareness. How lovely that life gave me this, this few minutes to practice that. Yeah, and and I I think the reason that that emerged and for me to see is um, I've had some opportunity to practice with my kids uh, in the last month we've been visiting and and uh, it, uh, time and again I've had the opportunity to have a conversation and. Um, there might have been some angst or something. And then we part, and I have the opportunity to say, okay, drop everything. I'm now here. I'm now walking. I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, I'm just getting it. Just drop it. Just don't go thinking about it anymore. You, that's gone. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so when I have over and over just dropped the whatever ego was going to pull me into and I'm just present for being outside or whatever it might be, I realize what the quality time of the so-called nothing time that doesn't have to be productive and to do something, it's just being here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I think. I think it makes absolutely perfect sense if I'm tracking with you. So, and that's such a good example that you use, right? Visiting with family or getting to see your children and noticing in that transition, Sherry often talks about transitions are where ego really tries to get our attention. But what you've been noticing is instead of getting into that conversation, just really getting present to, okay, I'm just walking. I'm just, just have the attention here now and realizing that with that attention on here now, 
you don't have to go into that conversation with condition in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, after one of these, we were walking just over to the farmer's market, and I even out loud said to my husband, okay, Eagle wants me to start questioning and thinking about this. I'm going to be here. And I just out loud, you know, this is my intention for this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And it really is, it's a game changer if we can use that training, you know, yeah. to, because that, what the circuit of suffering depends on ego having us in conversation. And so basically what you're doing is you're practicing breaking that circuit, breaking its ability right. to keep running that circuit, which holds your attention in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling ego out a few times lately. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It really is, you know, sort of that basic exercise of, you know, what the voices are trying to do right now is X, Y, Z. And, oh, what I see is, look at that light, the evening light on those leaves. Mm-hmm. That's extraordinary how they light up some of the leaves and others are still in shadow. And, you know, we just start going on and on like that. And pretty soon we can't, you know, all of the attention is here. And there's no remnant of that conversation. And there's nothing wrong. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm, Thank you, Patty. And I, I just have to reiterate, I'm so glad for this practice. I'm so grateful. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, truly fortunate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks, Jen. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Patty. Thanks for joining us, Patty. And Jen, I, it occurred to me that what a fabulous conversation that developed when there was nothing planned ahead of time and no rehearsing, and um, it's lovely. It's always like that, isn't it? Mm. I mean, that's that's pretty often that people call into radio shows with practice and say, you know, gosh, I just wanted to participate. I'm in the queue, want to be, right? Because it's such a support. I mean, that's the other thing. It's, it is really different putting ourselves in the queue than listening, right? And so yes. there's that practice that people talk about, queue practice. And, you know, sometimes we have something we really, really want to look at, and that's great. But so often, as you say, people come and say, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And invariably, there's some lovely, amazing, inspiring thing that happens. Mm. Yes, yes. What drops in is it's, it, I, I project a lot of adequacy on the person, it's sort of a strength to show up and participate without something specific planned and trusting life and trusting my experience of practice to be able to do that and, and seeing many, many examples of that happening throughout Sangha. Yes. You know, Michael, as you say that, what, what I saw is exactly <laughs> what Rebecca was describing in Good News, right? Yes. It's that place where we have, a, I mean, it's, it's, I project what, what is so, what people are saying with that gratitude. We have a place where we can come, where we can practice what feels scary, right? It can feel yes. really scary to have the attention in the present moment, not on what I'm going to say next or... You know, yes. for all those reasons, and who could blame us? Because conditioned mind, talking to conditioned mind, is a really unpleasant thing and a terrible <laughs> yes. way to live. 
<laughs> yes. So what, before we realize that there's another way, it's really hard and can be scary to break that habit of looking to conditioned mind. But with reflective listening, with being facilitated with all these radio shows, with the compassion, you know, of, of practice, yes. we can practice doing that. We can practice putting attention on presence and speaking. Wow. Wow. Fabulous. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, Michael. Hi, Janet. It's Todd calling from British Columbia. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey. So, oh, so much dropped in when you two were having that little conversation about having nothing prepared. <laughs> and that's exactly where I am. <laughs> I've got no agenda mm. in that. that in, but what dropped in while you were having that discussion was ego always wants a safety net. You know, yeah. like if I prepare, oh, yeah. then I'm going to be, it's saying I'm going to be okay. And, yeah. But what I saw in that is it, 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 it assumes I'm inadequate right off the start. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, right. That I need Yes. 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 Yeah. It assumes you're inadequate. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's all well and good to get in the queue and not have anything prepared, but at least have something in the wings, right? Right. Net, just in case. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. as you say, that's completely reinforcing that belief in adequacy. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and um. You know, cue practice, I, I try to uh, do it regularly with, with all the different uh, mediums we have, you know, the, the, the year-long retreat and uh, um, the open-air shows and stuff. And, and um, also, um, you know, cue practice with other uh, offerings, you know, um, like group coaching and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And um, what, I, what I noticed about that is, um, and it, it's talked a lot about in... in I've been doing, um, see, what just dropped in, which I hadn't prepared at all, was um, the um, Keeping Commitment Buddies program, the quarters mm-hmm. that we get to sign up for. And I've been doing that quite regularly recently um, to support some areas where I've been talked out of. And that is just so supportive, that little text, that little prompt from life mm-hmm. every day. And, and I'm just yeah. really, really appreciating that program. It, the, the simplicity is, 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 is it, 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 the simplicity over, is, the support is just outrageously overwhelming through the simplicity of setting a commitment and then checking in daily with the text, whether that commitment was kept or not. Mm-hmm. And the whole point isn't to keep or not keep the commitment, but it's to see how ego is controlling me. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's it's another form of being facilitated by life, in a sense, isn't it? Yeah. So there's something that you really want to do. You really yes. something you care about that you actually yeah. want to follow through with. And yes. of course, you know, well, great. That's the place where the voices are going to come at you, right? Because yeah. you know that'll create suffering. Mm-hmm. And so you reach out for this very simple support, which is just sending a text to say whether you did it or not. And mm-hmm. as you say, it isn't about the thing. But it's no. about getting to see everything that happens around the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been it's been great. And and in most cases I get to do that thing I want to do. Um, 
I, I get to do it um, because um, I said this a thousand times. But my, my thing I bump up against is is that karmic. I don't want to. I don't feel like it. Um, accompanied with sensations in the body that make it real. Uh, so I bump Definitely. up against it. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, I don't want to. I don't feel like it because you know, in my body, it, there's sensations that are telling the conditioned mind and make it believable that yeah, I don't feel like it physically. I don't feel like it. But that's just right. ego using, uh, as Sherry said, we're sentient beings, and it uses that against us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So using those sensations in the body to right. attach a meaning to it, it this means yeah. I don't want to, I don't feel yeah. like it. And mm-hmm. as Miriam was talking about earlier, that makes it feel so real, those sensations. Yeah. And so, you know, getting to that place of, well, here are these things that I really want to do, so reaching out for the support of the um, accountability of sending the text. And it sounds like, if I understood what you said a minute ago, that that tends to allow you to do what you actually wanted to do. That simple structure of having that accountability is enough to put the weight back on your side and not have ego. Yeah. Basically, it has. you know, have an agenda. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and same with reflective listening buddies program. It's the it's the it's it's a similar it, 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 the 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 process of the structure is very similar because we make a weekly commitment, um, and the accountability is we actually have another you know just like our commitment buddy on the other side, we have a reflective listening buddy on the other side who is showing up for me and I'm showing up for them. And, and, and that same process allows me to go, and this quarter has been really challenging, probably one of the most challenging quarters I've ever had in Reflective Listening Buddies because the way it was structured is the content is it's a late call for me. It's a late call at night because my buddy could only do it late at night. And Ego has a lot to say about that <laughs> because it's near mm-hmm. bedtime. Um, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I committed to it because that's when my buddy was available and um, I was flexible and I could do it, but boy, do I run up against that every late call, every once a week of, uh, end of day, I don't want to, I don't feel like it, but but I kept to it and I've done it. Uh-huh. And it sounds like it's added a whole other layer to the workshop for you. Yes. Yeah, totally. Things I've never seen before because for a while, my quarters, my like losing buddy call has been scheduled maybe by ego. I don't know. It, you know? Say that the, the thing was scheduled by ego, is that what you said, Todd? Yeah, it might have been. Like it, it's yeah, scheduled where, yeah. you know, maybe the time that's been scheduled is a time that ego's comfortable with. Oh, okay. I see. Do you know? Uh-huh. Maybe... In other words, that ego talked you into agreeing to that. Thank you. Yes, ego talked me into a time where it's comfortable. Like, uh-huh. well, let's do it because it 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 kind of you know it's like I, I don't know I I can see it but I can't really express it. I can see what ego is doing. Well, it sounds be- like at, at at least on one level, well, sure, that's a perfect time to to do it because that'll be a juicy conversation we can have every single week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and right. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, no, I never saw that. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. 
you know, because the other piece of it is that, you know, one of the structures of the program is that we can always communicate, right? Yes. If there's something, you know, I mean, okay, so my buddy's got these things and I don't, you know, I'm not going to privilege environment. I'm not going to get into a big negotiation around it. You no. know, well, but right. can you really invite right? But, but there's the communication piece. Right, of yeah. writing into the program about it. But we're never allowed to see that. We're never allowed no. to just sit with what is, yeah. look at the thing, and, and to say, hmm, well, I'm not sure this is going to work. Let me, let me explore it. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. Because I project, Todd, a piece of it for you is, okay, so there's that. It's close to bedtime. Well, maybe I don't want to. I don't feel like it comes up. So then there could be, you know, one way to practice that could be, okay, well, I'm going to do it. And see what happens, right? Yeah. So it can yeah. get it can get really complicated. There can be a lot of different things thrown in there, which is mm. why that communication piece is always helpful. Well, we need to get some guidance around this, get some help. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, that really that really opened a bigger perspective than I'd been seeing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. goes back to because then there's that yeah. piece. Sorry, go. You go. I was just going to say, it really goes back to our good news update of just having that reflected and, and, and mm, just having yes, my experience reflected yes. back to me like, wow, I never saw yeah. things until it was reflected back because you reflected back to me and I went, oh, okay, there's another piece. So thank you yeah. for that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what we're doing together, right? Mm-hmm. You know, throw this out. I see this. You say that. I see, we just go deeper and deeper as we're looking yeah. at the soft list. Right. Yeah. You know, because the last piece of what I was seeing as you were talking about it, Todd, was, you know, the, and then there's that place of, okay, well, if I have committed to this time for this uh-huh. quarter, and, yeah. you know, I don't know where we are, you know, however many calls we have left in the quarter, we're either going to communicate, you know, with the program and see if we make a switch, or we're not. And if we choose not to, then that's one of those beautiful places of, you know what, ego, this is what we're doing. We're having this call mm. at X time done. Mm. There's no reason to have that conversation anymore. Done. Yeah. Now that's not yeah. that doesn't mean there might not need to be support, you know, for the guy who feels like, gosh, I really don't want to do it this week, you know, I know it's too t- I'm tired, <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah. Great. I mean he can have support, yeah. right? Okay, well hey, yeah. tell me about that. And that's yeah. one of those places where, you know, ego's gonna split in a hurry and anyone who truly is struggling with it will get compassion. It's a win win. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that because I have been doing the two hundred recordings around that because there is that person who mm-hmm. who's struggling with it near bedtime and is tired at the end of the day and, and doesn't want to, doesn't feel like it. But the time is still very uh, it's very uh, it's very appropriate. Uh, it's not two AM, you know. let's get it straight you know and we're on the same coast so so it is you know it is a it's still a very appropriate reasonable time it's not very it's not like my buddy chose you know like a 3 a.m wake up and do it in the middle of the night yeah so but thank you for that yeah Yeah. do do i need to be guidance but no there was a person that was really struggling with it and i've been doing that turn recording which is the guidance and that person has really got to um express a lot of the things you're saying is he got a lot of support Mm. And he got a lot of compassion, mm-hmm. and 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 I got to see that that part of me that that really kind of struggles with at the end of the day, which is a transition you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and that transition at that end of the day is a place where conditioning has has created a lot of suffering for that person. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So again, you know, kind of back to what we were talking about with Miriam, it could be a place where we get religious. We think, well, <laughs> yes, this really. was really set up for me, right? This because was. what other way, in yeah. what other context could I look at this so compassionately and so thoroughly and with the level of commitment that you're pointing at? Right. No other, no other, such, no other scenario or context could I ever create. Life seems like it's yeah. created it because my buddy really only had these these appropriate these times for this quarter, yeah. and it only. Yeah. And I I said, okay, I want to be supportive, and yeah. I'll I'll jump on board and see how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great. Yeah. Thank yeah. You so much, I mean, Jim. truly, yeah. when we practice, everything enlightens. <laughs> so true. So true. Well, thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, thank Mike. You, Todd. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Bye-bye. Michael. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Todd. A great conversation. And Jen, in the interest of time, I'm going to go to our next caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? (laughs) Hi there, Jen and Michael. This is Elise in Ventura. Hi, Elise. Hey, Elise. Hey. I just am sitting here in my front of the house and smiling at that last comment about how we, uh, I don't know, sometimes when you don't plan something and you follow through on what the universe just seems to provided for you, it's a good thing. So I have not mm. called in and I don't even know how long yeah. and I had a reminder yeah. it's still in oh, my like phone. Yeah, same. You had a reminder, it, reminder it, set on your phone? Yeah, it's gone off every Tuesday for a year or more. Every Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> I was getting in oh. my car at work, and it's at open air, you know, Jerry wow. Huber. And I'm like, yeah. you know what, I'm not doing anything right now. I can call in while I drive home. And um, oh. and I wasn't going to put myself in the queue, and then I felt like I should because I didn't want to. And some of the other callers, you know, that helped. And... Yeah. And then the perfect huh. timing of the reminder of the reflective listening, I just yeah. I just went on and registered for that while we were talking. So there was a voice telling me I you know shouldn't be multitasking and I should just be present <laughs> for the call. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I um I really <laughs> missed this connection, and it's oh uh-huh. yeah yeah. Well, as I say, it's, it is lovely to hear your voice, and I, I love that piece of that the, the alarm goes off every Tuesday, and that <laughs> you didn't get talked into turning that alarm off. In other words, right, just going into the setting and saying, no, I don't need that alarm anymore. I'm not calling into the show, so why would I keep doing that, which is what generally happens, right? And then five years down the road, God, remember that Zen practice place? I wonder what's going on, okay? But you didn't. And I just, I, that's such an amazing place, right? Just, okay, there's the alarm. And for that moment, your attention is on it. And then one day, it all lines up, and there you are. You just do it. You get on the call. You know, what you said was, and you, you put yourself in the queue because you felt like you should, and the voices didn't want you to. But so often, Sherry points at that place that often right before that was simply that, I'm going to put myself in the queue, right? Just sort of that that nudge from life and then of course ego's first negation of that no you know don't you you but you should you should and then you do it you do it anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes and 
just hearing the reminders of of why I love this practice and, and, and recognizing why is it so hard for me to do the things that bring me, you know, joy and peace and perspective and you know is where where's that self-care piece that this that this can go so long or does it take a really rough day like today where I'm feeling more you know sad or curious and wondering Mm -hmm. to reach out instead of just being able to recognize that this is something that I I want to do instead of I have to do or yes yeah yeah exactly well and it's again that's been another theme of the show tonight is that those places where we do have those really hard days we can end up feeling a gratitude for that because it does tend to take that right to put us Mm -hmm. in the place of remembering what's truly important to us right what we actually want to reach out to those places of compassion and kindness and, and that that's what reminds us. You know, you said, gosh, what, why? Why would I not do the things that bring me that peace, that bring me that to those places that I want to be? And we know, right? Because yeah. the voices are always have a campaign against doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Loudly. <laughs> what did you say? Oh. I said loudly. <laughs> loudly, exactly. Loudly, yeah. 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 Yeah, and that maybe a day like you, it sounds like you had today, the suffering is loud enough that it, it almost forces us through that, forces us to reach through to that plate, reaching out for support, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially for today, I noticed it's like I didn't want to go back into the spin cycle that I I knew I could get to, and 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 so I love I do really love seeing that there's times when you know instead of eating the habit burger that was delivered to me, I went and got myself something healthy today, or instead of just staying in bed this morning thinking that I was so tired and I didn't want to get up and sleep most of the night worrying. Well, I'm up, so why don't I meditate? And that before would not have been something that I would have gotten to. So today, mm-hmm. I think the call, it's just the third thing. It's the third thing. Wow. And celebrating that and saying, wow, this yeah. is the third thing you've done today that has been a good choice. And good, take the word out, something that is helpful for me instead of yeah. harmful. The choice that you actually want to make. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that part, that, yeah. And, and, and I got in like a queue. <laughs> and you got in a queue, exactly. It's endless. <laughs> and You're I was sure I wouldn't get called at the end because it was almost time. <laughs> oh, God, you just, just more and more religious, right, with every moment. <laughs> right. And that just right. sounds like such a beautiful recording to make, Elise, you know. Just one of those, even if it's just a short recording, that just all those things, all those choices that were made for the heart today, for love, right, for presence, for joy, for however you'd say that, all those choices that were made and how, how that's such a reminder to us. You know, a really hard day and all those choices were made. Wow. Mm. Mm, thank you for that. I'll do that when we hang up. <laughs> practice my commitment class. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And, you know, one of those places of maybe put the next thing on the calendar, what's the next support going to be? Because I project it was a breakthrough today, right, to practice in the face of all that. So you haven't called in in a while, and this is the day you chose to call in. That's huge. Ego's <laughs> going to hate that. You know, it's going to come at you, I would imagine, with whatever it's going to come at you with. So maybe mm-hmm. putting the next thing on the calendar to to give yourself that support again. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Elise. Love to hear from you. Stay in touch. You too. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Elise. And Jen, I also love that bit about keeping the alarm on, not getting talked into turning the alarm on. That's genius. It really is. Because eventually we'll do it. We will Mm. eventually. It reminds me Mm. of one of my favorite conversations ever many, many years ago now on Open Air with Sherry was talking to someone who was practicing wanting to be present in their workplace. And it was never happening. As far as they could tell, never happening. Uh-huh. And Sherry said, it's a foregone conclusion because <laughs> you're going to keep practicing with it. So it is going to happen, which wow. is so relaxing. Mm. So that alarm goes off every Tuesday. I am going to call into that show. It's going to mm. happen. Mm. You guys wow. not going to win in the end. It isn't. Wow. Fabulous. Yeah. What an amazing show. What an amazing practice. Um, I'm thrilled to be here and, and grateful. Yeah, Thanks thank for you being here. Michael. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. Pleasure. All right. You go happy. All right. Go happy. Bye-bye.